today for our sports law segment. We debuted it last week, and we got a lot of great feedback. Let's welcome in Jeff Kaufman of the injury law firm Kaufman and Lynn. You can contact Kaufman and Lynn at whenyouneedus.com or by texting pound five four six. Jeffrey, we got some juicy, juicy NIL stuff to talk about today. Are you fired up? I'm fired up, but I, I don't know if you just heard about the Alabama forward charged with murder. Yeah, that happened uh, over the weekend. That's, that, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, yeah. you know, you're talking you're talking about you know a serious basketball program losing one of its big players. Half a weird yeah. weekend. Weird weekend. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, tragic story. I guess it was some sort of drive-by shooting uh, in Alabama. Uh, Alabama, the fourth-ranked team in the country, and one of their players has been charged with capital murder. I don't know what capital murder means. Do you, what, is, what does that mean? I guess they just call that big murder, like you intended to mm-hmm. do it, not like uh, heat of passion yeah. murder or something like that. You know, dif- gotcha. different states have different laws when it applies. They just call it different things, you know. Like uh, probably Casey Anthony murder. That's what they meant. So mm, it happens. Gotcha. All right. So we talked last week a lot about NIL, and you're a former sports agent, and you said, "Hey, there's yeah. really no way. There's really no way to sort of legislate this or whatever. The the boosters are going to do what the boosters to do." All right. So major story uh, this week. Uh, that I think might have some legal ramifications. The University of Florida this week and their NIL collective reportedly reneged on a $13 million NIL contract for California quarterback Jaden Rashada, one of the top quarterback recruits in the country. Um, $13 million seems like an exorbitant amount, but nobody's refuting that reported figure. I'm just... First of all, in general, is is this is this the, is this sort of stuff going to happen more where boosters are negotiating deals and then they back out on deals? It's going to happen all the time, but it's a breach of contract. It's like any contract you have with somebody. You know, it's a basically a marketing contract. They come and they said we're willing to pay you this if you do this, this, and this. So when they say they reneged on it, what I think is going to happen is they're going to say no, no, he breached part of the agreement. You know, this is a contract. Don't anybody confuse it. It's not a gift. It's not anything else. It's, hey, you do this and we'll do this. You know, so I think possibly something happened. And I don't think Florida just arbitrarily decided we're, we're backing out of this. I think he was doing a couple things like he was playing or doing something or he might have said something. Because there are more clauses in these things, too, just like there are with regular players. So it'll be interesting so to you, see why they breached. Okay, so, so, but... I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know why the Gators backed out of their contract. He, the reporting says that the Gator Collective, which is the NIL arm of the University of Florida, although it's not officially connected with the University of Florida, the Gator Collective or a representative from the Gator Collective um, negotiated this thirteen million dollar contract with Jaden Rashada. Well, it turns out the Gator Collective is funded by these big money boosters, and the big money boosters says we're not going to pay that contract. That's a stupid contract. Um, in that respect, if that's what happened, if there is a contract and the boosters just didn't want to fund it 
does Jaden Rashada have legal ramifications? Well, the boosters don't. The boosters don't have to fund it. They're voluntary. The question is: Is there money in this account to pay him? Oh, I'm going to sue mm-hmm. the Gator Collective. Who is the Gator Collective? You know, it's it's, it's a corporation, but mm-hmm. you know, you can't force people to donate. And that's mm-hmm. that's going to be one of the issues. This is going to be just terrible for college sports. And people mm-hmm. don't understand. They go, well, it's only fair they get paid. You watch to see what happens. They, oh, we're going to pay this player, this this 17-year-old, $20 million, you know, mm-hmm. who, who's only played high school football. Imagine he's a bust in the first year. I mean, yeah. this, this happens all the time. And this is the problem with paying athletes. I thought it would be a smart thing to do if they paid across the board and every college was allowed to give a certain amount of money. But now it's it's like pro football. Oh, we're going to negotiate. We're going to give this guy $13 million. And here's what's the way this is supposed to work. You're not supposed to negotiate these deals before they sign the letter of intent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be afterwards. But you know they're mm-hmm. doing the shenanigans on the, on, the, on the front end of this. And I'm not talking the Gators. I'm talking all these guys. Hey, listen, if you come here, we've got about $8 million lined up for you. I mean, that mm-hmm. that's where things go off the reservation. Things get bad, and it's like any contract they're dealing with. And you know what's funny is, you know, these letters of intent that players walk away from all the time, those are actually mm-hmm. binding agreements, too. And they could they could sue the kid over that, but they don't mm-hmm. do it because they, they think it's in bad form. But it's the same thing applies in both directions. I want to ask you about... Does UF have any legal liability here? Because, again, the Gator Collective is not officially um, uh, – it's not not officially under the arm of the University Athletic Association. But the head football coach at Florida, Billy Napier, the athletic director, Scott Strickland, the athletic association have publicly endorsed the Gator Collective as sort of the preferred NIL program – at UF, does this make does does UF have any any liability here? Well, it's kind of like with FTX, you know, the the cryptocurrency with all mm-hmm. the celebrities endorsing it. You know, mm-hmm. they could say, "Listen, I I think you should go here. I mean, this seems like a good place, but I'm not responsible for it." That's like me mm-hmm. referring you to an, another attorney for a divorce. I don't do divorce. And if you said, "Hey, who? I need some help with a divorce," and I said, "Oh, this guy seems okay," and you want to sue me because this guy does something wrong for you. You know, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, you know, kind of a, a poop shoot when it comes to that. I mean, our crap shoot, whatever you want to call it. Poop shoot. Okay. Yeah, I, I realized okay. where I went with it, and I was like, had to clear it up. I, I got to be really careful, to, you know, the words that come out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, it's it's nonsense. I mean, the Gators, and there are a bunch of different groups that that do nil with the, with the Florida Gators. So it's not only this group; it's another group, and it's a voluntary thing. So they they can sue that corporation. The kid can sue the corporation, but there's something wrong with it. And I don't know what's wrong, but you're going to find out what really happened because this is a little nuts. Some guy just doesn't agree. Hey, I'll give you 13 million, and nobody else is aware of it. Right. You know, right. this did not happen right. in a vacuum. Okay, when we talked about NIL last week, you being the former sports agent, um, yeah, it's a I think it's a nightmare scenario. Yeah, I think you agreed that this sort of thing was bound to happen in this, you know, with, with no real guidelines, no guardrails. Um, you've got a bunch of boosters negotiating with teenagers. Um, do you think there's going to be a day, and should there be a day, when the universities themselves? who make a lot of money on college football, are they the ones that should be paying the players and not the boosters and the fans? I think what should happen is the NCAA needs to get a pool of money. 
And every player gets a certain amount of money every month to play. And everyone across the board, not just this college, that college. And they regulate it because this is the wild, wild west now. And the idea of giving somebody 20, 30, 50 million. And I'm telling you, we are going to live in a day where they pay some high school recruit 50 million. More than a professional play, a lot of professional players get paid. And you're going to see this day happen because some college wants to, oh, we're going to buy our team this year. You know, like the Texas teams have done. You know, that's going to happen. And it, it won't surprise me if it's Tennessee who does it because they have a lot of money in their boosters. So I, I believe Tennessee will probably one year spend $60 million on NIL. It, it just It'll, takes the competitive nature out of it, you know? Yeah, you said there's going to be a day where, where college players are making more than NFL players. $13 million is more than, like, the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, the rookie Brock Purdy. Oof. That's more than he makes, so we're already at that at that stage, it appears. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that It is painful to see that happen. And I used to do this. I used to travel around the country meeting with these kids and everything else. And these kids don't have a clue, but they know the system. They know the deal. You know, half them know that, you know, they're they're on the take. And every if you talk to any sports agent, they'll tell you. you if, and if you ever want to know, just go out in the parking lot. And I've always said that. When they go, oh, players aren't getting paid, then how is this guy driving an Escalade? Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's the, he's the third string fullback and he's got a Cadillac Escalade. Shut up. You know, <laughs> you, and if you're listening to me now, oh, Jeff, that's not true. Drive to your local college, go to the practice field and ask yourself how a kid who, who doesn't have a job, has no money, is driving a Mercedes. Oh, my uncle gave it to me. Oh, your uncle who doesn't have a job? Stop it. You know, it's just nonsense, and I don't mean to say this. I mean, I was an attorney. I'm still an attorney. I see this stuff going on, and when we just, we're just blind to it. We go, it's not a big deal. I mean, I was at Florida State when Dion, and Dion got money from baseball, so he's driving around, he's living fat. But every other player had cars like that too. And when I would visit campuses, and I'd go meet with a with a guy who's a lineman, a backup lineman, and he picks me up in his Escalade. I'm I'm sitting here, okay. This is what I'm dealing with. And then it was really mm-hmm. difficult because I said, I probably can't, I probably can't meet with this kid. I probably shouldn't think about, you know, putting time into him because he's being paid by, you know, another agent. Last thing on this kid, Jaden Rashada, the quarterback that Florida evidently um, you know, signed to a contract. Um, a lot of people are blaming him. Uh, for I don't know why they would blame him. He, he's going to take the highest offer. Would I mean? Do you blame the kids for for taking taking the highest offer from a school? Um, this isn't a loyalty issue with these people. This is a business for them. And would you say, yeah. oh well, uh, somebody offered me fifty, but I should take ten because it's my hometown team. You take the fifty. You know, you have responsibility yeah. to your family. You have, you know, this. This could be the difference between his mother never having to work again or his father never having to work again. And it's not just him because I know he comes from a better family. But there are a lot of people out there whose families are suffering. And this kid is the only thing that's going to put food on the table. So he has a responsibility like any other person does to be responsible to his family first and not to some team uh, wherever they are, you know, we know that's the way it works. Don't, you know, don't hold these kids to a different standard than we do pro athletes. Yeah. If it were, if it were my son and he was offered 1 million somewhere else and $13 million at Florida, I go, I, I think you need to go to the university of Florida. Yeah. I think you got to take the money, <laughs> you know, and, and you would but, recommend that too. And if any, my, any, my family member goes, Oh, Jeff, uh, you passed on the hundred million dollars because you felt loyalty to this local school who might not even play me. 
You know, who knows what's going on at that school? They go, oh, we paid him a lot. Of, we, we give him this money, but there's no guarantee I'll have a career. I could get hurt in my first game. You know, you take the money. No question. All right, you ready for your listener question sure. of the week? All right, so this actually came on the text line last week. By the way, you can text in questions for Jeff at 50857. All right, so this was from last week. I thought it was a good one because um, it, it, it involves DUI. All right, my buddy got pulled over last week for Ooh. DUI, and he agreed to blow. I told him that was a mistake because that's always what I've heard. If you've been drinking, even if it's only a couple of drinks, should you refuse the blow? And what are the ramifications? Here's the thing. Normally, uh, one or two beers an hour will filter through a 200-pan-man system. So really, it's based on blood alcohol ratios. Now, if you don't blow, that's also a crime, and you're going to lose your license anyway for not blowing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, now, if you're drunk out of your mind, you know, that I, I, wouldn't, take, I wouldn't do it. But mm-hmm. I, think if, I think if you know you're under the limit, you blow. Because what's the worst thing? Okay. You're, not, you're going to be under the .08 if you've only had a couple drinks in a certain amount of hours. You know, the real issue is this, is by not blowing, you have the refusal. They use the refusal against you in your trial and all this other stuff. So if it's, if it's close and you believe you're under, and that's like one or two drinks an hour, depending on what that drink is, then you blow. But if you are blown out of your mind, <laughs> you don't do anything. Yeah. You don't do roadsides. You don't do this. And then you eat the misdemeanor crime of not blowing. Okay, that's, gotcha. but you know, like I said, I haven't done criminal defense in a while. I'm a, I'm an injury attorney. First off, we have Uber now. If you are too exactly. cheap, if you can afford your alcohol, you can afford an Uber. You lazy bastards. You know, just get, just call the, you got the Uber app, get in the thing. Oh, I might have a problem with my car. You know what sucks? Jail. You know, yeah. you know, no matter how inconvenienced you are, you know what's the inconvenience? The baloney you're going to eat in jail that next morning. Mm. That's some mm. inconvenient stuff. And plus, a DUI is going to cost you like three to $8,000. I mean, just to defend yourself. It's not worth it. Cabs used to be expensive as hell, but now Ubers are cheap. You know, go with Uber. Jeff Kaufman, how can people get in touch with Kaufman and Lynn? Uh, well, if you've been hurt in an accident or anything else, you can contact me at pound 546 on your cell or go to whenyouneedus.com. There you have it. Jeff Kaufman, our legal expert. We appreciate all you do for the show. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm going to be Buzzard's Bike Night tonight, at uh, Thursday night in Deltona. Uh, explain that. Oh, I, I sponsor a bike night. I ride a Harley. So we, we sponsor uh-huh. the third uh, Thursday of every month. We go out to the Buzzards bike night at uh, in Deltona. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. I want to also get into your, uh, uh, you are a, uh, a somewhat famous comic book writer. I want to get into that maybe. Yeah, in the, in the future week. we'll talk about comic books. We'll do that. Absolutely. Jeff Kaufman, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Miss you guys. Straight ahead, Mark Daniels and the bridge coming your way.